Welcome back to uh, the Southern Cross Stadium as halftime continues here. We look at the stats for the half as uh, Michelle Cozier will be joining us for the second half in just a few moments. Uh, hopefully we'll have uh, this second half. It's been an interesting game. 50 points to 29 from the point of the Capitals they have well, pretty much ticked all the boxes they would be hoping to tick and uh, Michelle as far as the I was just saying as far as the Capitals were concerned they, they'd be fairly confident that they've ticked most of the boxes they want to tick yeah I suppose the only one is probably you know defensive uh, containment but um, all the other boxes I think they're pretty much ticked so far well, we're just uh, trying some new technology here for those uh, watching us live on the internet. We're just trying to link up to the uh, game tape so that we can uh, get that as well. But uh, at the moment, we're watching the teams come back out with five minutes before the uh, start of the second half. 43% the Caps are shooting at, 17 from 40 shots. Now, 40 shots in a half, to me, that's pretty good clip you're getting a lot of looks there yeah no I think 40 shots is uh, pretty good you know shooting around 43% is not too bad and, you know, anything under you know, 40 35 is uh, not too good 32 for Perth is the shooting percentage 9 from 2 uh, outside the arc and when you consider the, the outside power that you have with Bibby Hurst uh, Abrams and also Wilson um, that's a bit of a surprise that it sounds so low. Yeah, I think the girls are thinking too much when they get the ball. They're like, oh my God, we're open. And I think they just got to get the ball and stroke it like they do at training, you know. As uh, the, uh, the Perth side, Melissa Marsh is a very good three-point shooter. At the moment, they're only one from two, and I think Kate Malpass put down that three-pointer, in fact, uh, for the uh, Perth Lynx. In fact, she did. Um, interesting, 19 minutes and 22 seconds for Melissa Marsh so far in this game. And the Caps, Hurst has played 14 minutes, 12 minutes for Jess Bibby. And uh, uh, then the rest all in single figures, which, oh well, sorry, Kelly Abrams, Lauren Jackson have just clicked over 10 minutes. But that's sort of the perfect preparation for Adelaide. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think if we can rest um, some of the big name players up in this game and... Um, give the uh, bench players a bit of a run around and um, show them what they can do out in the court it's um, going to be uh, easier for the girls on um, on Sunday it is indeed we're still watching the Caps just having a huddle right underneath the basket they'll be attacking in this quarter as, uh, as Tolo comes out to join the team belatedly and uh, of course Perth just still running through moves there Rebecca Mercer uh, still trying to stretch herself out on the sideline and uh, Boynich just getting some uh, final <laughs> instructions there from uh, Vlad and uh, it's interesting seeing Vlad step up now because uh, as you said he worked with Dolts for a number of years and um, I guess it's it's hard to take over a team halfway through the season and uh, take that chance and knowing that what you're walking into isn't the uh, ideal situation when you've been used to playing in finals and making finals campaigns. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's always hard, you know, going 
starting halfway through the season with a, you know, a bunch of girls that you don't really know and, you know, Vlad being new to the club. But I think, you know, Vlad's done a great job with the girls. I suppose they've changed a lot of their offences as well and different, you know, style of game to what, you know, Joe was playing with them. But, um, you know, they're only going to get better. I suppose the season's nearly over now, but, you know, if they keep the same group together next year and just keep building on and, you know, I think you'll see them improve over the next couple of years. The, the Caps have uh, all, all, all but Lauren Jansen hitting the floor tonight. Um, would you expect Lauren to get on in a game like this? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, if she doesn't come on this third quarter, she'll definitely come on in the fourth quarter to, you know, have a go. Now, when you when you hear the term training bait and you've got players out there that are... Uh, you know, they're out there, they're on the bench, but their real job isn't necessarily get out here and play five, six minutes. Their job is just to keep hard on Monday to Friday hitting up these girls who are the starters. Yeah, and I suppose like some of these girls that don't play much, they they do really well at training. They go up against with Natty and Bibi and Shani and, you know, they make them work hard. They're only going to get better as well um, training against the likes of Natty and Bib and, you know, Tolo and Jackson and Beatty, so... And I guess, like Natty Hurst, who started at this club as one of those training bait, yep. and now has got, what, five championships and uh, is going to hopefully make the Opal squad now. Yeah, and it just goes to show you, if you know, stick around the, the club, you know, Natty's been here, you know, she's born in Canberra and played all her life in Canberra and uh, I suppose you know Nadia probably for the first half of the you know couple of seasons she didn't really play much and come off the bench but now she's got the opportunity and you know she's she's doing a really good job and I just love watching her play she's, she's an awesome chick and well I, I have to say it's a, it's a great pleasure working with you tonight because you've been in my top five players for years um, I don't know your nickname is Crash Test Dummy because you just <laughs> throw yourself at absolutely everything. I coined that when you were playing for Dandenong, and it's to <laughs> me it's it's been appropriate ever since. Um, the times that I've seen you throwing yourself at a ball, and there was one time I think I was calling a game in Sydney, yeah. and you basically threw yourself over the scorers' bench, and uh, another time I saw yourself throw yourself under it. <laughs> you know, I'm the kind of person that you know all my life I you know grew up with. Like I had a younger sister and brother and I just love playing all boys sports and you know I tackle my brother all the time and, and I've always had no fear so it's it's no point going out there if you if you don't go in hard you're not going to get hurt if you go in half-hearted that's the yeah. more likely chance you're going to get hurt and you know I know I just love driving after these balls the crowds like it and it certainly gets you noticed when you're a young player going that hard. We're Sometimes back. I think, oh, why the hell did I do that? But, you know, in the end, it's all fun and I love playing basketball. And Perth get the first use of the ball. They bring it into the front court and Melissa Marsh gets caught on a double dribble. And uh, that's one of those basic skill errors that is, it must be embarrassing. Yeah, I know it is. Sometimes you, you do a double dribble and you're like, oh, what did I do that for? But it's, I suppose now it's more mental coming into third quarter. As it works around the arc, Wilson gets it back. Oh, hand in the passing lane. Malpass gets it off to Campbell now, and Campbell brings it down the floor. Kicks left. Malpass thought about the three over the top. Gets it to Norwood. Bounce pass inside. Goes to Mercer. Outs, uh, well, passes across 
to Campbell and uh, Abby Bishop will be getting quite frustrated. I think that was, was on foul, the foul on Natty. So that's the second foul on Natty Hurst there. And no, I think this um, quarter, I think Perth are going to look to post up Natty in the post, so Natty's going to have to be a little bit smarter. As Mal pass, kicks it left. Mercer over the top, gives it off to Norwood, inside to Malpass, over the top, and Malpass makes the shot. So it's off to a good start there. First points for Perth. Jackson for three, off the back of the iron, and Campbell cleans up. So they work it back down the floor. Campbell's playing point guard there, that's not good. You need your number five to play five, don't you? <laughs> you do. Malpass, bounce pass to Campbell. Oh! She almost had a clean lane at the basket there. Uh, Bishop stepped into it and she lost the handle on the ball. But comes back well and just gets a hand on the pass from Hurst going to Jackson and taps it over the baseline. 50 plays 31 inside the first two minutes of this game. Well, second half, I should say. Mal pass. Slaps it straight back over. Abrams looks a bit frustrated there with that. Just passed it straight into her hands there. Off to Jackson, Jackson, well that's a good what, 13, 14 foot jump shot there on the baseline and she makes she it. She makes it look so easy. <laughs> it does, doesn't she? She's uh, down 20 points for the game. As mm. Campbell tries to take on Jackson, checks up a shot there and Vlad's uh, going, where is the love? Because that was a no call. I think that's Vlad's trademark, he loves putting his hands up in the air like that. <laughs> As Wilson now kicks it off to Jackson. Jackson drives past Campbell. Points won't count, but Jackson should... Well, I guess if it was a shooting foul, it would have been points count. So it will be from the side. Abrams wastes no talent getting it in. Abrams working around the arc. Goes back to Bishop... Uh, sorry, to Hurst. Tries to bounce pass inside to Bishop, but Malpass again just being complete pest there. Pulls up at the free throw line, rattles out and Wilson takes the ball. So uh, good work again here by uh, a number of these Lynx players to really just face up and, and really put the pressure on the Caps. You know, Mel Pass did a really good job breeding in the post there. She's um, fronting and stepping off and it's hard to play in the post when you don't know when you're, where your defender is. Mercer has been called for the foul here. As, uh, she was trying to do the same thing and just didn't get the execution there as uh, well, Claire Stevenson, who's not afraid to call the tech foul, having words with, uh, with Vlad Alava. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, she called a pretty hot tech foul a few weeks ago against uh, Coach Phil Brown, who was quite, I don't know if it was bemused, but uh, was quite taken aback. Yeah, it was uh, a bit surprised. It was a bit, uh, a bit out of the... Blue, but um, no, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> They're calling the game. Jackson with 20 points now. Caps with, oh no, Jackson with 18 points, sorry. As uh, Malpass with 11, Bishop with 10, and Wilson with 7, the leading scorers for the Capitals at the moment. As this timeout takes place with 7 minutes and 41 seconds. Now, how do you keep how do you keep a team that knows they're getting hammered a little bit? How do you keep the focus there? And what can you say to the, the girls of Linkside to, to keep them up? I don't know. They, they have nothing to lose at all. They're not going to make finals. They're just going to 
keep improving. It's got to do the little things, you know, get stops on, crash the boards, you know, just tough it out like they, I think they've got to stay mentally um, strong as well. Alright, Abrams kicks it to Wilson to Jackson and Jackson with plenty of space there. People were posting there but no one right where they needed to be when the ball came in. As Norwood goes back to Malpass, left side to Marsh, bombs it away for a three. It was off the front of the iron and Jackson gets the rebound, gives it to Hurst. Now, I'd like to see Hurst take the shot there, but she gives it to Jackson, off to Wilson. Hurst set for the three, fakes, drives baseline, pulls up at the low post, rattles in and out, and that's not going to do her confidence any good. Abrams slaps her head and gives it off to Wilson. Malpass gets the rebound and she's off to the races. Bounce pass to Campbell. Campbell in the paint. Kick out to Malpass. Cross to Marsh. Marsh lobs the three. Banks it in. Well, that was a bit of a banker, that one, but it went down. <laughs> Do you have to call in before to get the points? Oh, I don't know. I think when you're shooting around, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 54 to 34. Wilson thinks about the three. Goes across court, gets to Abrams. Abrams drives into the paint. Can't get the shot to drop. Norwood kills off the rebound there. Now pass. Long pass down the floor. Marsh tries to go around Wilson. Pulls up at the elbow. Shot doesn't drop. And Jackson will control it. 54-34. 20 points. Not embarrassing yet for the Lynx. No, still only 20 points. Make that 22. Jackson hand off to Bishop there. Jackson gets the assist. Bishop gets the points. Bishop moves to 12 points for the game. 56-31. Now you were what baking Loz to get a lazy 30 tonight? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Jackson takes on Campbell and puts enough pressure on her. The shot won't drop. Bishop gets the rebound. Gives it off to Abrams. Abrams on oh, nice work in the paint there. Went left but actually was moving right and got around Norwood easy as you like. Timeout called by Perth, and uh, it's just really been one-way traffic since that last timeout. It sure has, and I think the girls are pushing it now and getting through their offences, and you know, Abs looks really good, and when she drives to the bucket, really tough like the last play there. Well, certainly the close one is in Townsville tonight. Sophia down by one against the Flames with a minute 13 before the halftime break, and uh, whilst... It was one point in the first quarter. Sydney have uh, kept it fairly level and it's a 15-13 quarter there. Moving into that long break, Bakovic Brown with 19 of the Flames' 34 points. You'd say if you can stop Bakovic Brown, you normally stop the uh, Flames, but then you have got Porter and Dee Smith lit it up against the Capitals only a few weeks ago. Yeah, I suppose if you can stop one play, you know, I'd give you know, Susie a 25 plus points a game and you know, keep Nat and Dee Smith under you know 10 points a game and you know if you can always keep one of your studs or a couple of your studs under a certain amount of points you know you can always come up with a win and just go show um, when the Cats played Sydney you know Dee Smith lit it up and Susie had a quiet game so as Perth get the game back under the way Mal Pass who's doing a mountain of work for the Perth Lynx gives it to Marsh load inside I think that's Mercer and Bibby is getting called with the foul. Yes, she is. So that's the second personal on Jess Bibby. And I think 
Mercer will go to the line to shoot two here. 58 plays 34 at the training hall. There's Mercer at the line. She makes the first. Link's shooting at 77% from the free throw line. That one's missed. Wilson pulls it down and gives it off to Bibby. Bibby goes to Beatty, then to Pereira. Pereira looking for someone to come to the left. Has to go back to the right, gives to Wilson. Beatty in the paint. I thought that was a travel then. Tolo reached in and took it away from Wilson. Goes back to Bibby. Three seconds left. Bibby's not afraid to put up the shot and makes it. Three point shot for Jess Bibby. 60. Oh no, it must be a long range two. 60 plays 35. Well, I think Graffy just got hit in the back of the arm with the ball there, not what <laughs> Graffy was talking to the players on the bench. There's her. Norwood drives down and just can't quite get the ball to drop there. But has drawn the foul. Is that going to be Bibby again for her second? No, I think that's Tolo. No, Tolo. That's a good sign, Tolo, with her first personal foul here after six or five and a half minutes of the third no, quarter. No, it's... Uh, Good to always have your, some of your big players only on one foul. Yeah. Looking at the foul count, uh, the critical fouls. Um, two for Pereira and Hurst, two for Bishop and Bibby, and two for Beatty, and uh, Jackson, Tolo, and Romeo with one apiece. So that's also a good sign for the Caps because all too often we see one of those young forwards getting into foul trouble early, which then stuffs up your rotations. You know, it's always usually one game. There's always a one of the big girls that's always on three fouls or four fouls, and it's hard to keep your rotations in. But it's um, it's good to only have few of your players on two fouls. Betty and Pereira work it back into the front court. 60 plays 37 as Pereira kicks it over the top to uh, Bibby, gets it to Tolo and Tolo puts in the point so Tolo now will move along to about 6 points for the game I think as I uh, check the box score out it's Malpass bringing the ball down the floor gets it to Norwood, Norwood bounce pass on the inside as uh, Tolo trying to work very hard at ground level Loeb gets it back though to Norwood Norwood oh, leaves an air ball Malpass working hard from the back but Malpass has to be fouled on Pereira there doesn't she? Well, uh, it could have been a, a reaching foul over the back, but um, she travelled. They called it on a travel. Okay. Tolo has got four points for the game in. So, as Pereira brings the ball down the floor, over the top, Tolo, six points for the game, and Malpass goes for a slide across the floor. As uh, she tried to stand her ground, but Tolo is too big and strong. Loeb. Right side goes to Morgan now. Left to Malpass. Pereira tried to steal. That opens Norwood on the baseline. Rattles in and out. And Bailey. Bailey or Lewis uh, comes up with the rebound. I'm not sure which one I'm supposed to call her. Morgan. I'd call her Bowley. Bowley? I think it might be Bailey, but... Uh, I don't know. I was working with Monique one time and I got it wrong. She told me. Yeah, I bet but she I, did. I, I don't know that I've ever got it right since either, but uh, of course, 64 37 at 
Voynich now coming out onto the floor for Loeb. I'm not sure of Emma Loeb's background, but she, she came into this program a little bit late. Yeah, I'm not sure, but... Oh, Malpass for three off the inbound ball. Tapped away by Boynich. It goes through Gilmore. Gilmore on three fouls, so she's got to be careful out there. Back to Malpass. Across through Mercer, then Boynich. Then it goes to Morgan. Back to Malpass. They're getting further and further away from the bucket. Mercer finally finds some space. Three-point doesn't count, though. And the foul is going to go off the ball. On who was that? It was on Hannah. Hannah Bowley. On Bowley. Ah, and Perth had finally worked it into the position where they could get an open three, and it got robbed from them. Good foul in the end, I guess. Took the three points off them. As quickly, Gilmore gets the ball from a hot pass from Malpass. Pereira kicks it. Bowley now trying to work underneath, and she'll draw the foul out of Mercer. So Jackson on 20 points, Bishop on 12, Tolo on 8, Malpass on 11, Marsh on 9 and Mercer on 6. Leading scorers for both teams. Capitals leading this quarter about um, 14 points to 10. There's Bowley. Makes the first of the free throws. Second is good as well. So, Bowley now with six points for the game. And Mercer checks out and Flood comes in. And Mercer, I think... Well, that's a worry. Yeah, she is on four, four personal fouls now. Mus, how did you used to get through the games when you got four fouls with uh, 12 minutes of game time left? It was always hard. <laughs> but um, you just got to be smart. And someone's driving out, you just keep backing off. There's no reaching powers or hands on. And that's, I think, what Bale is giving away there. Just a very a soft reach in. She was fronting Morgan that time, and uh, I, it was hard because I thought that was, I thought that would have been a fair armbar, but it's not. Yeah, I suppose if you hand on the hip and they drive him to the basket, they're going to call a hands-on foul. Okay. Well, Lauren Jansen comes onto the floor for <laughs> Mariana Tolo. Quite a difference in uh, strategy there, taking Tolo off and bringing Jansen on. But the crowd do like to see the young local girls getting a chance. Yeah, no, um, it's good to see Loz come on in the third quarter. And I suppose, you know, we've still got um, Hannah and uh, Tracy out there, so we're still pretty big. Jansen gets the first possession. It's rebound off the free throw. Gives it to Pereira, who sets up straight down the centre. Goes to the right-hand side. Morgan watching her. Over the top, it's Beattie. Hand off to Pereira. Drives in the baseline. Don't think the points will count. Morgan will be called for the foul. That was an offensive foul on um, Trace. I think she said an illegal screen. OK. Uh, certainly Morgan hit the deck. Too much going on there. It was. Has there been a big difference in the game since you've gone to three refs? Um, Do you not get away with as much, I guess, is the question. You probably don't get away with as much, but um, I suppose this year they've uh, cracked down on a lot of hands fouls. Pereira off to the races. Couldn't finish it off, but Gilmore now will go to four personal fouls. And that puts about four players now on four personal fouls in this Perth side. So definitely something that Perth can't afford to do too much more. 
Morgan and get in fact Gilmore maybe Gilmore Campbell and Mercer all with four is Gilmore still out there? Yes, yeah. she is. She pulls down the rebound. That one is the second shot's missed. 67-39. Malpass trying to get past Jansen. Interesting that Jansen goes into the one spot there as Pereira plays the two and almost gets another steal. So uh, Coach Graff giving Jansen a bit of responsibility as well as some minutes. Yeah, I think so. I think it's good for Loz to, um, to get in the point guard. She you know, she probably doesn't do as much as training, but, you know, Shani can play the one, Bibi can play the one, but I think she's given little Loz a uh, opportunity to see if she can play the one. Perth make the shot as Jansen now puts up the dribble. Beatty tries to take post position, but she goes round Bowley, then to Pereira. Over the top, Beatty. Beatty gets heavily hit by Gilmore that time, but good enough to recover and makes the shot. So it is 69, plays 41 here at the Southern Cross Stadium checking the scores around the ground as Loeb drives down the left lane kick out to Morgan then it's off to Gilmore Gilmore long range two is good and it's 69-43 close game up in Townsville fire 37 flames 34 as Bowley kicks it out to Pereira that's exactly the script that Coach Graff wants Beatty hands off to Pereira. Pereira puts up the baseline shot. Malpass gets the rebound. Off to the races. Beatty in front of her. Stops. Hand off to Loeb. Oh, Loeb in bad position. Loses control of the ball. And Pereira lobs it over the top. Beatty should finish this one off. No, great work by Morgan there. That was selfless move by Morgan. And uh, she manages to... Uh, what, you give up a foul for a trouble? Well, if you're going to foul him, I was making a hard one. And uh, that was pretty uh, hard by there, Morgan. It's it's interesting when you get into a fast break situation like that. You know you're coming down. You know you're not going to probably pull up, but you still go on with it anyway just to what send them to the line. <laughs> Bibby makes the first. Malpass gets a well-earned rest on the sideline. As Bibby makes the second, Bowley tries to get a hand in on the inbound pass. Marsh brings the ball down the floor. 71 plays 43 here with 28 seconds left to go in the third term. As low, Beatty frustrated as Beatty just reaches in from behind. A wry smile there from you, Michelle. Yeah, I think Trace has to be a little bit smart. I think that's her fourth foul now and... Um and I think Chase needs to stay out there to keep her confidence up. Just play out as many minutes. Yeah, definitely. She, she's been suffering injuries and really hasn't been able to train as hard as what she'd like. I, I don't even know if she's back to full training yet. No, not back to full training. I don't think she will until... I think she has to have a rest after the season finishes. But, you know, she's unlimited stuff. You know, it's... Hard to come out and you know play confidence when you can only you know do half court stuff and train half a session. It was an interesting hip check that put Loeb over the sideline. I think it was Loeb. When I heard the whistle, then I was starting to worry that she might not see out this game. As Bibby trying to get work the screen from Beatty gets some space, goes for three, leaves it short on the ring. Bowley comes down, pulls it down in the right corner. Goes back to Bibby. She'll have another go. And knocks it down. Bibby 
extending the advantage for the capital 74 plays 44 here Bibby now moving along to 15 points for the game that's not bad for well not a starter now Bibbs are uh, one of those players that come off the bench and she's just full of energy like I've never seen a player that just you know, comes on the court and runs around and you know just does her thing she's just she's amazing to watch as well you know considering a few years ago that no one thought she'd play basketball again and um, you know she's just enjoyable to watch and I think the crowd love her as well that's one of the things she was a teammate of yours at Dandenong and uh, went over to America and I think even before her first game in America yep. had a, a crippling back injury which uh, she's recovered from come back here got involved with the Caps I don't think did you, she went back to Dandenong played a season at Dandenong she might have played a season yeah. at Dandenong and then and then came here camp. but it's amazing to see that um, she was that determined to come back and I, I remember another player who went to America played college ball that was a teammate of yours Peter Sinclair also came back from a, a very uh, a very bad injury while she was in America as well you know just goes to show you know if you're really determined and you want to come back and play you know anything's possible if you you've got little hope and you don't think you're going to do it you're not going to um, you're not going to get back on the court and you know Bibby's the kind of player that is very determined she you know, she hates being injured and, you know, she, I didn't have a serious injury like BBD. She was out for probably three years, you know. It, you know, it's frustrating having an injury and, you know, you have to do your rehab and, you know, even now Bibby still, you know, looks after her really well and she knows what she can and can't do, so she's, she's a smart player. When she came to the team, the press conference announcing her arrival, Graffy said, Canberra has never seen a shooter like her. And she came out that first year and was just shooting the lights out. She started working in one-on-ones with uh, Natalie Hurst. Yep. And you just saw Natalie's, the gym work Natalie was doing was matching uh, Jess. And then the shooting started coming along yep. like that and just lifted Natalie Hurst to another level to the point that Natalie took a position from her. I've never seen two girls that are totally committed and like they, they go at each other in the gym. They, they love their weights and... You know, all the hard work they do pay off, and it just goes to show you, like, Natty is in great form, you know, just, you know, good body shapes, and what, what more can you ask? Like, they're just great to watch. But it's hard work that's getting them there. Definitely. Caps have the ball here in the third quarter. Abrams going for a... Uh uh, Abrams going for a, a long-range two-pointer, and uh, interesting enough, Flood and uh, Jackson having a very interesting tay-to-tay in the paint there, and uh, the charge being called on Jackson. Uh, certainly, Jacko had plenty to say when Flood was on the ground underneath her. Yeah, it's it's good to see some you know fire in your belly. It's you need you need it in basketball. It's well, Jacko certainly doesn't mind going off at a player that annoys her. No. <laughs> As uh, Flood over the top, Jacko's fired up to Gets it up to Morgan. Morgan gets it to Marsh. Oh, backing away. Another three-pointer that goes down, but the foul was being called before, and uh, it will be a Perth ball from the side. 74 plays, 44. Inbound ball, Gilmore goes left-hand side, gives it off to Rebecca. Uh, uh, sorry, a little Melissa bit fiery here. 
It is. It's getting very physical. And Coach Graff goes, I want these people to be fired up. I want a physical game, but I want these girls right for Sunday too when they take on Adelaide. Dump off from Jackson. What a move that was. Bishop couldn't do it. Bishop couldn't quite pull down the rebound cleanly. Wilson gets it. Gets it back to Abrams. And Abrams now sets up the call. So Abrams... Kick off to Wilson. Wilson over the top to Jackson. And Jackson won't have the basket count. Who's being called on the foul there? It is... I think it's that's on 42 on Campbell. That's Campbell out of the game. So Campbell sitting down with 8 minutes and 55 seconds left to go in what's been the most spirited quarter of uh, the game. Abrams just having a chat there with uh, Bishop and Jackson. Well, he's just telling the girls just to settle down a little bit. It's a ball from the side, so it wasn't a shooting foul. In fact, the only two points of the quarter have gone to Perth as Bishop has it back to Hurst, who inbound it. Goes to the right, and Jackson and Loeb now wrestling in the paint. And Loeb's been called on the foul. That'll be her second personal. And uh, this is where the game, we've seen a physical game called hard early, and then it got loosened up, and now I think the uh, refs are uh, having to tighten up. Lodge hit the deck, Abrams put her to the ground, as Lodge lost down a three, and that's 23 points for the game for Loz. Goes right side to Gilmore, back to Flood. Now left side to Marsh. Marsh washed by Wilson, as Wilson and Marsh were teammates not too many years ago. And Gilmore and Jackson lock up the ball for a jump ball. With the, the Perth team, the troubles the Perth team they had, they made a grand final back in 1998-99 when the AAS, Lauren Jackson and the AAS team knocked them over in that uh, amazing year. And uh, we just haven't seen Perth ever recover from that grand final loss. Marsh gets a three. What, what do you put that down to, though? You, you know, you had a team... Uh, what were they, the Breakers that year? Yeah, I think it's the players that they've had. I think they had, like, the Timsey and... I think it comes down to the players that they had, and um, I suppose they've gone through a bit of a spot now where they've got to rebuild, they've got young players in, and I think they need to get a couple of uh, import, like great imports or some of the Aussie girls come back from overseas and um, try to build the program up again. But it's 11 years of rebuilding. It's 11 years since that grand final loss. It is. A long, very, very long time. I guess that's nothing compared to Bulleen's run that they're hoping to end. Has... Hurst goes to Jackson. Jackson takes on Loeb. Oh, and that was a, a very physical uh, check. Now, this is an interesting one. Flood's copped an elbow in the face, but it was Loeb with the hip move that got Jackson off, uh, unbalanced, which caused her to fall into the face of Flood. Yeah, I think the girls have to be a little bit smart here, and uh, just, I just hate to see someone get injured at this point of time of the season. So, yeah. Coach Graff knows it too. She's called a timeout here just yep. to uh, try and get the uh, heads screwed back on of the uh, capital side because uh, I guess it takes two to tango one team's rolled them up but the other team's baited yep. and they're taking the bait definitely I guess it's easy for you to sit here isn't it? But you've been known to uh, have a few red hot moments you always do it again I suppose something happens and it's 
the heat of the moment and uh, I suppose you, you don't think at the time you fire up and then you go oh, why did I do that for but, but then you have a drink with a lighter and you go yeah, it's sorry part, it's part of the game it's 77-49 Perth leading the quarter 5 points to 3 and I think that's probably why uh, Coach Graff has said we're going to take a time out here because hey you've got to still finish this game off that's it I think it's just to calm the girls down and you know just don't get caught up in um, in all the rough stuff that's going on it's the starters on the floor for the Capitals here uh, Bishop and Jackson are having a bit of a laugh as they walk back out it's a Caps ball from the baseline Abrams to restart play it's Norwood Flood uh, Marsh Loeb and Mercer inbound ball goes to Wilson around to Hurst Hurst goes back to uh, Abrams Abrams tried to with the look away bounce pass get Bishop on the uh, baseline Flood read the play Bishop seals it off but only as far as Marsh jump ball call and the arrow I can't see I think it's going Canberra's way no yes it will be Caps as Bibby looks to come into the game so an interesting change there, Bibby for Wilson. Um, Bibby definitely a shooter. Wilson, I, I don't think is an electric shot as much as Bibby, is she? No. So Coach Graff wants some quick points. Normally I would read a move like that. As the back pass, Hurst trying to get to Abrams. And, and Perth have rattled this cap side now. Passes are being missed and uh, they've got them a bit shook up. Yeah, I think they're just going to get better passing angles and not rush. Well, you think they're trying to be a bit too fancy? I don't just think they're caught up in the moment. They're just going to settle down and play their own game. And you know, Nor- I think our Perth will fire them up a little bit. Norwood bounce pass inside to Loeb. And Loeb is walking off as she thought she got knocked to the ground by Jackson. Blood sits down and Malpass goes back out. And uh, Flood showed plenty of courage out there for uh, that last two or three minutes. You know, Flood's a, she's a tough player. She's our uh, first year in the season. I actually played with her in ABA back in Sydney. And, um, you know, she's a tough player. She's one of those kind of players that's going to, you know, roughen people up. And it just went to show out there where, you know, she got a few, <laughs> few of the Cups girls upset. Nat Hurst fakes the shot, hands off to Bishop. Gets a screen from Bishop now. Hurst for three. Oh, it looked good out of the hand. Bishop and Loeb wrestling for it. It's going to be off Jack. Sorry, Jackson and Loeb wrestling for it. It's off Jackson's hand. 77-49 and still Lynx leading the quarter. Caps shooting percentage still at 47 as Jackson doing the full court press. Loeb inside to Norwood and Norwood makes the shot. So, 77-51. Hurst pushes to Bibby. Bibby takes on Malpass. Whistle on the play. I think Norwood could be fouled out here. It will be Norwood's foul. And no, that's her third. So Gilmore will come back in. Gilmore, who is on four fouls. Norwood sits down. And uh, the support staff for Perth just trying to work out how many fouls are on each player as Bibby goes to the line to shoot two. First one is good. 77 plays 51. Seven points to five this quarter. Seven points to six is just Bibby. Makes both. Oh, Jackson steals the inbound pass. Banks it in. 
as Gilmore inbounds it again. That's what Jackson could do to you, isn't it? She just is ruthless when she wants to be. Yep. <laughs> Bow pass, bounce pass to Loeb, goes across to Marsh. I think uh, Jackson might take a break here. Put her in cotton wool, get her to Adelaide safely. As Mercer works around the arc. Mercer for a long range three off the iron. Gilmore's going to come down with it. Oh, lots of back. Not sure who to. Pereira picks it up over the top. Abrams throws it into Lowe. Lowe gets it back to Malpass. But it will be Bibby who comes up with it. Some interesting, well, almost volleyball type play there. Moss. It was. Pereira sets up to the right 45. Goes Abrams on the right wing. Abrams wrong foot Lowe and finishes it off. Marsh and Malpass. 83 plays 51 and the Caps now kicking ahead after Perth had led the quarter in scoring. And uh, the Caps now starting to get that bit more focused. Bibby gets her third personal foul. And Tolo checks in as uh, Mercer will go to the line there. Off the Bibby foul. Now, what do you think the Caps... When you, when you look at this, the Caps tonight, what have they shown you that has anything worried you about what they're going to be taking down that lake? No, I think the girls will be fine. They're, they're, playing, they're playing great and they're up by 20-odd points. So I think just going into Adelaide, they've just got to run their things, go inside. Cause we've, got, we've got the height, so they've just got to play smart. It's all locked up, 41 apiece in Townsville with six minutes left to go in the third term. Tolo tries to put it in, can't do it. Loeb comes up with the ball and she will take off. Kicks it to the left-hand side. Marsh, oh, Tolo gets a hand in the passing lane. Mercer now going back to Marsh. Marsh just trying to work it around to the centre of the court. Goes to Norwood. Jackson slaps it away. And Norwood's called for the foul there. I thought I thought Jackson got a piece of hand first. So Militia Mars asking the question. I think she's asking about consistency there perhaps. Moss. Jackson walks the floor. Was it a consistency question from Melissa Mars then? Yeah, I don't know. It's uh <laughs> It's 5,003 with five minutes to go, so it's... Uh yeah, so Gaps are going to walk the floor every time there's a foul. Jackson makes two, and she's 27 points for the game. As it's 85, plays 52 here at the Southern Cross Stadium. As Jackson sits down, Beattie heads back out. Now, Beattie's on four fouls. Would the instruction be, you're going to play up these five minutes, Trace? Um, if she plays smart in the post, she'll play out the five minutes, but, um... Norwood takes on the Caps, drives down to the left-hand side, puts up an air ball, but Mercer comes back and makes the baseline shot. 80, 85 plays 54 here with four and a half minutes left. So, Romeo works it to Abrams, inside to Tolo. Tolo trying to get some post position. Leaves it short. Pereira comes in. Pereira with a big second effort. That's a, she is uh, absolutely electric. Another former Dandenong player. 
Yes, that's right. Uh, I think Shelly's doing a great job. She's crushing the boards, which um, Graffy wants her to do. And, um, you know, she's, she's missing a lot of her shots, but she's actually, you know, chasing them down and getting second effort shots. Rebecca Mercer tries to put up the shot after stepping past Beatty. Abrams comes down with the rebound. And Abrams takes on Marsh, puts her to the floor. Oh, was that a pass or a shot? I wasn't sure. It I think it was uh, meant to be a pass. Well, it's Spanish to be a mal pass, and that's who's got the ball now. So it goes to the left and gives it off to Mercer, then to Norwood. And Marsh back to mal pass, then to Mercer, leaves it on the iron, and Beatty pulls off the rebound. Beatty hands off to Romeo. Abrams now goes to Beatty, top of the arc, right side Pereira. Pereira goes, Beatty tries to take up position in the post. Romeo has the ball, holds onto it for a while. Romeo, fadeaway jump shot, short, Beatty gets it down and she couldn't get it up in time. So, sub. Graphic called the timeout. Graphic called the timeout. So, the last couple of minutes has been. Uh, a little bit messy by both teams, but uh, we are talking about uh, uh, an interesting mix of Caps players out on the floor. It's, it's not the, the regular guys, it is the bench. Nicole Romeo, her position of the team. Now, uh, Chantella Pereira last year was sort of playing a one, sometimes a two, yep. but um, this year we're seeing that uh, Romeo is getting a little bit more of the one work. Is who who can you say Romeo's modelled most after? Um, I think you know after Natty, I think she uh, she plays a lot on Natty at training, so she you know I think she looks after Natty a lot. But um, no, with Shani, she played she she can play one on two men as well. But you know if Shani's on the floor, she's going to push the ball really hard, and if not, she's going to run the run the lane. So you know it's a good combo there. Now, when you look at this team. And you know that most of these girls are coming up for renewal. Is there is there a problem there? Is there a spot for uh, Michelle Cozier in the team? Yeah, well, I hope so. I suppose that in the off-season I'm going to play ABA for the Nationals. So, um, you know, I've got a lot of hard work behind me and uh, I think a lot of fitness to catch up on. But, um, you know, I'm going to work really hard and get back into shape and, you know... If there's a spot there for me, you know, I'll play with it. If not, um... You're sort of committed to Canberra now, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. Um, husband's got a good job here and, um... Gonna have a family in a couple of weeks. We've got a house and, you know, I love it here in Canberra, but, you know... If I do get a contract next year and my role changes, I'm happy with that, you know. I'm just happy to play basketball. As Marsh puts up the shot, doesn't fall. Beatty slaps it away. Going to Pereira. And Pereira kicks to Romeo. Romeo goes to Beatty. Beatty in the paint. Goes back outside to Romeo. Romeo again. Scott Tolo but gives it off to Bowley. And Bowley's pass just uh, tapped away that time. It wasn't a clean one. And Morgan comes up with it. We've got 2 minutes 15 seconds left. 85 plays 54. And Campbell leading this quarter by 1. So... For the Perth side, if they can uh, if they can finish off this quarter strong, they'd feel like they had a big win. Marsh puts up the three, it doesn't fall, and Norwood knocks it over the baseline. So that that would be a huge outcome, uh, a win in this last quarter. You know, I think I think it's going to be happy if he gets a win in this last quarter. You know, it's this last quarter has been really physical, and you know the Cups are. 
No, I haven't really got through their stuff. They're rushing things and... Charge? Well, I thought a charge was called on Pereira then, but... So I think it was a blocking foul, so Shani will go to the line for two shots. Yeah, and uh, Norwood... Well, oh, it can't be Norwood. That's a first personal foul, so... I'm not sure who they called that on there. Maybe they called it on... Um, Morgan or... Norwood, uh, They called it on Norwood? Maybe. I can't believe that's her first foul. As Pereira makes both. 87 plays 54. And Morgan brings the ball down the floor. Goes across to the right-hand side. Malpass. Over the top. Oh, Marsh has it stolen by Romeo. Romeo goes immediately to the right wing. Oh, Petey. No. That, I, I'm not a ref and I could pick that one up was going to sit Beattie down for the rest of the game minute 30 seconds left and Tracy Beattie just uh, uh, threw was it low to the ground yeah I think she was trying to pace up there but it was a little too aggressive and it's aggression and frustration in a lot of ways isn't it? definitely is and um, you know I think because Tracy She's uh, hasn't played that many minutes, and she's trying really hard, and you know she's getting she's getting fouls and getting frustrated with herself, and you know she's she's just got to learn to you know, stay cool. Pereira in the face of Marsh, who gets the bounce pass away to Malpass, but it's tapped away by Pereira. Tolo gives it off to Bowley. Bowley now going to Romeo. Romeo goes right, gives it off to Jansen. Jansen to Tolo. Tolo in the paint. Nice move. Tolo's really been um, just gone to another level. I don't know if it's something that Jacko's showing her, but in the paint now, those fake turns and things like that are really becoming even more and more effective. Yeah, she's definitely stepped up big time from last season. You know, she was new to the club last year and, you know, come off the bench and now she had an opportunity. But she she's a kind of player that works really hard, always doing individuals, always wanting to get better and... No, she's got really soft hands underneath the basket. As Pereira leaves it short, Marsh comes up with a rebound here inside the last minute. 30 seconds left, Malpass tries to get it. Romeo throws it back, comes into the hands of Norwood, who dumps it over the top to Morgan. But Tolo too big. She throws it out in front of Romeo. Romeo, she's going to try and finish it off. No, gives it off to Pereira, and Pereira will draw the foul out of Melissa Marsh. And... Uh, not afraid to uh, pass it round there until they could get it to the right player. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> nice move there by Romeo. You know, she thought the ball was going to go out of bounds. Behind the back, drove into the key to Shani. Sends it to the foul line. 89-56 here. As we look, third quarter is continuing up in Townsville. And the Flames, 49, leading the fire, 43. The Flames, 15 points to 6 in this quarter. So the fire... Well, you can't say the fire being put out by the flames, can you? It doesn't no, work. No, I think Susie's putting out the fire at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it is. And Nat Porter with 10 points and Bakovic Brown with 28 points up there in Townsville. As uh, the floor just getting cleaned up here, 90 plays 56 as Pereira to take the second shot. It's short and cleaned up by Morgan. Morgan gets it off to Malpass. 11 seconds left. It's 12 to 15 here in the final turn. So, can they need a three-point attempt? Marsh puts it up, makes it on the buzzer. 
So it's a tied final quarter, which Perth will walk away with their heads very high. Well, I wonder if she called base shot then, because they come off the backboard again for another three-pointer from Marsh. Yes, and uh, that's two for the night. <laughs> yep. 92-59 here, the Capitals, with a resounding victory, but Perth keeping their heads high, fighting it out and showing plenty of uh, aggression and fire at the end of that game. Definitely, uh, it was uh, good to see them, you know, fire up in the, in the last quarter because I'm pretty sure when they girls go to Adelaide on Sunday, it's not going to be uh, easy for them. It's not going to be easy. Uh, you're confident that they can take the points down there? I, I think they can, you know. They just got to play their game and not get caught up in, in Adelaide stuff. And, you know, I think we've got, we got more talent than uh, in Adelaide, than Adelaide, but, you know, it's, I suppose the girls have to go there and show up and play. They're going to have to uh, do everything right down in Adelaide for what will be an interesting game. The Caps here, well, they have uh, taken out the game. In fact, it was 16-15 the quarter there, so Caps did win the last quarter by one. 90 points to 59, Jackson with 27, Bishop with 12, and then uh, as we look at the box score, a couple of players with 10, Bibby and Tolo, then six points apiece to Abrams, uh, Bowley and Beatty. That's good, uh, good effort from those players who are all, um, well, who are mostly bench players. Carly Wilson with seven. She was kept quiet in that second half. Four points for Pereira and, and two points for Natalie Hurst. That is a real surprise there. But once, once she gets that ca- confidence back and she starts hitting those shots, it's going to be dangerous for the rest of the league. Yeah, but also Natty has six assists, so it's, uh, you know, if Natty doesn't score, there's always other players that are, uh, are scoring as well. That's right. There's, uh, well, we just lose the stats for a second. So we might uh, look at the Townsville game and the Flames pulling further away, 52-47 up there at... Townsville, so with 2 minutes and 11 seconds remaining in the third term, Bakovic Brown with 28 points, Natalie Porter with 10 Lewis with 14 points, she's been stuck on 14 points for a while now 11 points for Rani Cox and Tanya Smith with 10 points for the fire, so I'm not sure what's happened here but we've lost our lives stats, here we go back there again and uh, Caps shot at 43 for the game uh, links at 36 27 from outside the arc, 44 for Perth outside. 87 from the free throw line, 26 from 30. Is that acceptable or...? Um, yeah, it's not too bad. 87 is pretty good. Yeah. 65 for the links. Rebounds, 42 to 27. You expect them to dominate there. Uh, assists, 22 to 11. Steals, 17 to 8. Blocks, 6 to 4. Turnovers, 18 to 28. That 18 to me seems a tad high. Yeah, 18 is pretty high for um, the girls. I suppose they, in the last quarter, they rushed a lot of their things in. You know, since they having their bench players on, you know, the girls have got to, got to slow down and get through this stuff. Now, uh, second chance points, 7 to 2. Uh, points off turnovers, 12 to 2. But points in the paint, that's the big one, 46 to 26. And that's the height for you. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Michelle, it's been a pleasure having you uh, with us here. Good luck in a week's time. And, Thank uh, you. Hopefully you'll be courtside for finals for the Capitals. I hope so. So um, hopefully uh, 
have this baby next week so then I can uh, be at the finals and uh, but I'll be pretty disappointed if I miss the final games but yes. hopefully it all goes well. Well we wish you all the very best for that. Thanks for your time tonight. No worries. Uh, appreciate we Thank appreciate you. Michelle Cozier. You might know her of Michelle Musselwhite uh, joins us here sideline. It's uh, been great to have her thoughts on the game. Well we'll try and hear from the coaches now and also from some of the players on sportradio.com.au we uh, thank Michelle Cozy for her time as we uh, go to the coaches now and uh, they're setting up the table already for Loz and uh, well Coach Graff still looking at the stats and uh, Vlad Alevi just uh, having a chat to Melissa Marsh and uh, Malpass as she uh, he has a chat with him. He was happy with that last quarter, of course. Uh, Kelly Abrams will try and get to a few of the uh, Capitals tonight. The captain of the Capitals is, of course, Kelly Abrams. And she's just off being congratulated by, uh, looks like, some family and friends there. As uh, many of the players having a chance to have a uh, chat to the supporters here at Southern Cross Stadium and uh, just looking for Natalie Hurst who's disappeared as well so as Lauren Jackson sets up she's having a chat with her parents now and uh, we might see if Chris Lucas has a few moments for us as Chris Good result in the end. Were you happy with the way they went through the set? Oh, look, uh, you know, third, third and fourth quarter probably wasn't as good as the first half, but uh, we got the result. We played everybody. That's what we wanted to do. And uh, freshen up now for a big game on Sunday. That's a critical game, isn't it? Now, it was, it was like you were just waiting for the Sunday game here. Yeah, look, uh, Sunday's a big game. You know, down in Adelaide, it's always tough to win down there, and I know the girls are looking forward to it, so... Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, make sure we uh, freshen up and make sure we do our recovery and away we go tomorrow. The way you were able to manage the minutes, though, was uh, quite critical, I guess, for that game. Oh, look, yeah, everybody's spread. Nobody's been overplayed today and that's uh, what Graffy wanted to do. So, yeah, it's a good result. We wish all the best for that home trip. Thanks very much. Thanks very much to Chris Lucas there. As, uh, well, we might try and get in and have a, a couple of words with... Uh, Mariana Tolo, if uh, she's got a moment, Mariana. Uh, interesting game tonight as I uh, interrupt you there, but uh, important to get the win and to manage the minutes for all the players out there. Yeah, definitely. Everyone got a good run tonight, and um, I think we had a really good first half. We got it through a lot of hands, and we, we played awesome, and I think it was the best that I'd seen us play for a while. And um, the second half we could have improved a bit more but everyone got some minutes and got some court times got some feel for the game and it, and it helps us in the end that does Was it hard to get focused knowing what you've got to do on Sunday? Yeah you know yeah we all knew that Sunday was a tough game but we, we always got to take it one game at a time we can't go in dropping an easy game like we did against um, Bendigo early in the season we got to take each game as it comes and